0: Hello, listeners. This is Jamal. This episode of Just Conversation was recorded on May 20th, 2022, several days prior to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. The episode focuses on healing from the racially motivated shooting at the top supermarket in Buffalo, New York on May 14th. Nate, the Ignatian Solidarity Network, and myself join the entire country in our outrage that our nation has not committed itself to end such tragedies and horror. We offer our heartfelt prayers and send light to the victims, their families, and anyone else who has been touched by this tragedy and many just like it. We hope for a day when our nation will be free of the scourges of racism and gun violence. Please stay tuned to the rest of this episode, and God bless. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Conversations with Jamal and Nate. I am Jamal Adams. And I'm Nate Sessoms. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us. For those of you who might be new to the space, Just Conversation is a podcast that's positioned at the nexus of faith and all matters pertaining to race, justice, and Catholic education. We highlight historical and current happenings in the realm of diversity, equity, inclusion, and anti-racism, while focusing on solutions, system changes and the amplification of voices working to create a more just and egalitarian society for all
1: each episode we engage in authentic yet provocative dialogue seasoned with critical perspectives scholarship and life experiences we also conduct interviews and moderate panel discussions featuring campus and community leaders we interrogate issues related to mission and identity and answer live questions from listeners ultimately We aim to increase levels of awareness while normalizing conversations on all forms of oppression and marginalization.
0: We ascribe to the idea that there's room for everybody in the movement. So no no matter how much you know or don't know, we invite you to engage with us. After all, these are just conversations. As a reminder that we love to hear your thoughts and ideas. Please make sure if you have something that you would like us to discuss or to contemplate to send us a note at just conversations at ignationsolidarity.net. Again, that's just conversations at ignationsolidarity.net. My good brother Nate, how you doing, What's man? What's up, brother? I'm uh I'm hanging in here, uh taking yeah. it day by
1: day. It's a it's a it's a rough time. I know we've we've been in dialogue I know you're you're feeling it too.
0: Yeah, you know, between you know both of our roles on our campuses in terms of kind of closing up the school year and then the obviously larger um, events of the world, uh, um, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm a bit drained and uh, and a bit uh, weary. So um, I know today we want to talk a little bit about the perspectives and offer our perspectives in these trying times. And so um, yeah. with that, let's, let's, let's kind of jump in. You know, um, as we sit here at recording, we're about a, a week removed from the... Um, the most recent um, yeah. act of violence Tragic. in Buffalo, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I think we find ourselves um, as a country in very familiar uh, um, territory. Yeah. Uh, we, we learn about the individuals who senselessly lost their lives in a violent attack and racism in Buffalo. Um, and, uh, and and whether it's a local grocery store or a local school or a well-known church or synagogue our places of employment, these types of tragedies are becoming more and more commonplace in our society and continue to emphasize the importance of remaining steadfast in our um in our rejection right in our work against all forms of racism, oppression and marginalization, right? The salience of anti-racism of understanding what it is to be uh what it is and be knowledgeable about ways to engage in it and the value of regularly assessing our own thoughts and actions uh with respect to equity um is really a, um why you know we were drawn to doing this podcast together, um, why we wanna to continue to, to engage each other and hopefully continue to engage our listeners. Yeah, I would I would agree. I mean, I um
1: I agree with everything you just said. I, I you know the the, the the irony of all this is is the the vast majority of what we talk about, um, and we were ten episodes in. Has, has been about anti racism. We've talked about basic tenets. We've talked about anti racist practices. We've linked those practices to Catholic social teaching, um, you know. But but given the more recent events of um, racially motivated violence and and murder in Buffalo and 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 Laguna Woods, I mean, not too far from us, um, you know. I think today is a is an appropriate time to to really get into uh, in the time that we have the issues of hate uh racism white supremacy uh but also resilience right that there there i'm sure there are people out there that are in the same situation we're in um that have questions right that are wondering uh if the way that they feel is is appropriate um you know um how how uh to heal um and and how to move forward um and I and I think I think today's a good day to uh, to really dig into that and uh you know and think about how we respond to these types of incidents. So um uh you know the other thing I think Jamal we can add to our list for today is uh you know you and I are in conversation with people all the time who are talking about anti-racism, who are talking about speaking up, standing up and showing up and justice and liberation and, and we can go on and on with those topics. But I you know, I think uh we mislead people if we leave them thinking that that's all that that work is about. Um, if people, if we don't highlight for people this, the importance of self care, uh, you know, taking the time away from the battlefield to really take care of your own needs, you know, your own emotional needs, uh, your own physical needs, that if we don't do that, then, um, you know, we don't have the strength to get back out in the battle. So we can, we can touch on that as well today. So lots of things to talk about, um, you know, and, 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 and I think today's the day. So,
0: uh, yeah, no, I think, yeah. you know, um, with that, you know, talking about self-care, I think one of the things that we're very fortunate to have, um, is each other, mm-hmm. um, some of our other, um, you know, uh, people that we've already had on, on, mm-hmm. on our podcast. Uh, to just be in authentic dialogue with. You know, these are right. really important things. And it's not lost on me that we've got this platform. Again, shout out to the Ignatian Solidarity Network yeah, for giving sure. us a platform to black men um, yeah. yep. in education, in Catholic education, have an opportunity to talk about this in a public forum is important. Um, I want to emphasize yep. that we don't speak for the whole black community. We, you know, th- that think that's one of the issues that often gets um, conflated in this work is that right. folks think of the black community <clears throat> as a monolith and um exactly with that being a without without that being the case you know you and i um though we have a lot of internal things um and thoughts that are similar we have Mm -hmm. different backgrounds and Mm -hmm. come from different stimuli and and um Mm -hmm. and honestly you know today is just a day that i think it it really um is one of those things where i think we get to work from our heart and so um and hope hopefully along the way these insights will be helpful for some people yeah no for sure um a lot
1: of great points you just made uh Um, you know, that being said, I mean, uh, what, you know, if you're, if you're open to sharing, brother, what were your immediate reactions to the, to the events of this past weekend?
0: Um, I, I would say that it started with, um, as typical, like horror and shock. Right. And, um, you know, I I saw the news headlines just about, you know, that there had been a shooting and started digging in and, and I would say it probably, um, you know, kind of the postscript really um, affected me in a in a very, um, like, depressing way, like to, to hear that the gunman had a racial epithet, you know, um, the N-word um, drawn onto his rifle and some of the reports, I'm not sure if they confirmed that, you know, that he, uh, at one point, while pointing his rifle at a, at a, a white um, citizen you know, express sorrow or sorry, and and then continue to, to hunt and uh, black folks and people of color specifically. Um, you know this um, this screed or whatever this hundred eighty page document that he dropped around. Right. Um, what it was his motivation, and and again mm-hmm. like this this uh, this unbelievable kind of lunacy around a replacement theory. Just all of that, mm-hmm. like. Um, um only reminded me that um that we're here I saw something and then I'll pass it to you that like I just have been and, and so then let me be very honest with you I think I I got made myself sick to the point where I honestly I had it to um you know I suffer from asthma I know you do as well I, I had a mm-hmm. pretty good asthma attack Sunday and unfortunately I had a call out from work on Monday and um Really had to collect myself. It really physically uh, affected me. Um, The last thing I was going to say is that I saw something. um, Thank you, man. um, That um, you know that in terms of the number of 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 folks that passed away, um, that this is the largest massacre of Black folks since the Rosewood um, murders in in nineteen twenty three. Yeah, I mean, you know, I hate to say it this way, right? We had nine folks styled and and brother um, and uh, mother Bethel church yeah, uh with the Doolin roof incident and here we have 10 of our you know ancestors and family members leave the community um it's just you know I'll end with just and pass it back to you just the the tragedy of it all was um was very um uh, heavy on my heart on my mind and on my body
1: yeah I'm sorry to hear that brother I, I um I know we had talked and you were uh weren't feeling your best um and so I certainly hope that, uh, you know, for those folks that don't, that, that don't know about asthma, it, it is, I mean, it is debilitating and, uh, it will shut you down very quickly. Um, and so we've, we've, uh, one of the ways we've bonded is through, you know, not only talking about like, how do you deal with your asthma, but man, I, you know, it, it, it totally shuts you down. So I, I'll just say that, but, uh, sorry to hear that you were, uh, it impacted you that way. Um, I, when I, when I, you know, came, I saw it on my phone first um, and my first thought, uh, you know, anytime there's loss of life, it's like, oh, you know, I always think uh, because of my own experience and losing my father at a young age is uh, how much secondhand stories can be hurtful. And by that, I mean, uh, you know, when people pass away, if, if obviously passing away is, is, is terrible. But a lot of times individuals have kids or they have grandkids and and now those ties are 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 severed. Right. And so um, you have young kids who are going to grow up hearing about but not knowing their parents or hearing about but not knowing their grandparents or their great grandparents. And so. uh, You know, that is a, a horrible way to get to know somebody that you should have known that that had wisdom and information for you, but, but you're robbed of that and you're robbed of their presence. And so that was the, 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 anytime I hear about a loss of life, that's the first thing I think of, because that was my, my own personal experience. But, uh, then as I, as I, like you started to try to, you know, figure out what had happened and, you know, you see it on the news and you think similar to, as you said, uh, you know, Dylan, Dylan roof and, um, Emmanuel AME and, um, you know the uh, tree of life synagogue uh in Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen so many of these incidents in places where uh, you know the the places where you think that you're gonna be safe right your place of refuge um and even in schools right when we see this this type of activity in schools you know those are places where you know people you know kids are learning you know this isn't this isn't a battle zone it's not a war zone mm-hmm. um Uh, and it's it's just really unfortunate that we have individuals who are um who succumb to and are guided by hate and bigotry uh and racism to the point that uh they become hell bent on taking the taking others' lives and impacting uh the lives of you know hundreds of other people. Uh, in a very direct and a very hurtful uh yet senseless way um, and and so i felt i felt it this weekend and and uh you know then started to you know respond to it and, and we can talk later about some of the some of the responses and some of the some of the texts and emails i received but uh in terms of my my um my visceral response uh that's what i'll share so um, we're getting ready to go to a break. So, for those of you who are who are dealing with these tragic incidents, uh, we'd like to uh, be in community with you. Um, today's episode is about healing um, and responding uh, through resilience in our battle against hatred and bigotry. We'll be right back.
0: Registration is now open for the Ignatian Family Teaching for Justice. The largest annual Catholic social justice gathering in the United States. The Teachin is a place for members of the Ignatian family to be empowered, re-energized, inspired, challenged, and supported by a community that sees faith and justice inherently linked. Remaining spots are filling up fast, so register today at IGSol.net forward slash IFTJ. That's Ig L.net forward slash IFTJ. Well, welcome back to Just Conversations with Nate and Jamal. Today we've been dialoguing and talking about the racially motivated tragedies of the past few weekends. Um, no need to necessarily go into the deep details. We talked about them all earlier, but, you know, the the events in Buffalo, uh, the events in Laguna Hoods, um, in which uh, some a uh, Taiwanese church was was attacked recently. Um, what uh, we are strongly aware of is that these these are hate motivated um, situations. So we've got we've got folks that are motivated by um, wanting to um, express violence out of some deep seated um, ideology around racial hierarchy and things of that sort. Um, and enacting and violence um, that plays out in a real way for us to ingest. And so um, really in this segment, we want to talk a little bit about healing um, mm-hmm. and, and how folks can heal in that. And Nate and I um, find ourselves in community with a lot of folks that are asking us directly questions on how we move forward. And and um, and I just want to pass it to Nate, who uh, is really excellent in this work, around, um, Nate, what do you think are some of the tools – um, you know, kind of post, uh, an incident like this, um, that would be helpful, uh, for those that are in this space, in this community, um, to find themselves, um, um some healing?
1: That's a great question. Um, I appreciate it, Jamal. I, um, <clears throat> as you know, you know, we're, as you mentioned, we're, we're always in communication with, um, folks who are in DEIA circles and, and, you know, I guess the, the first thing that um, I started to get phone calls on uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening uh, and into the night. And it's been uh, a busy week um, providing assistance and insight on 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 these issues. Uh, folks should know that even uh, those of us who do this work on a daily basis are challenged by these events. Right. So it's not like you get to a point where, you know, you study, uh, you know, you do research on this, you study it, you're. You're in, in, um, in and around the work all the time. And at a certain point, you just aren't affected by it. I think um, we're all impacted by it. Um, and so just uh, acknowledging that is really important. And, and I'll come back to that, but uh, I was just gonna share, and Jamal, you and I were talking about this. Um, I was engaging with some colleagues uh, who were trying to figure out ways to you know, share with their various communities uh, about the events and, and their responses were very sort of packaged and, and, and almost corporate. And, you know, they got into, you know, our core values are this and that, and, and our commitment to this and that. And I just said respectfully, you know, um, that's really inappropriate in my estimation. Um, I think, you know, first and foremost, people are hurting, you know? And so I think the first step is not to try to, you know, come up with some, uh, some line that highlights, uh, that we all believe in anti-racism or that, you know, that, that racism is wrong and we detest, I mean, you know, I I think there's a time to use that language, but, you know, coming out the gates with it, I, I don't think is very appropriate, nor is it helpful. Um, I think first and foremost, you know, we can admit that we're human. And and acknowledging the reality of the situation, and the pain, and the fear that accompanies it, um, you know. Now, now the challenge comes in with that because um, many of us were raised not to do that, right? To to almost be superhuman, and act and carry on throughout our days as though, you know, yep, yeah, it's you know, it's all right. I'm good, you know. I you know I don't it's it's I've seen it before, and you know, blah blah blah. And and I just think. You know, I'm thankful that we live in a society now where people can can talk about self-care, that people can can engage in conversations around needing to take a break. Um, and it doesn't indicate. Uh, it's not it's not a a comment or a statement of the, your level of strength, actually admitting that you're human and and saying, hey, I, I'm, I'm struggling right now or I'm hurting right now or I'm in a lot of pain right now demonstrates a greater level of strength than trying to cover it up and be, you know, in our attempts to be superhuman. So I just want to start with that. Amen. Um, Amen. I, I think it's also important that we, you know, whatever it is, and this this is something that we should do uh, all the time. It, you know, we want to avoid uh, being, uh, we want to be proactive and not necessarily reactive. And I'm, and I'm hoping, as I say, that it, it makes sense and people can grasp that. What I'm saying is we want to remain centered all the time. Right. And so whatever that looks like for people, this is why it's important to know yourself is, you know, perhaps it's prayer. You know, I have friends and colleagues that before they do anything in the morning, they hit their knees literally or sit on the side of their beds or they go to a quiet place or they sit on their balcony and they engage in prayer. Whatever that looks like for them, they engage in prayer. I know people that engage in meditation. And at some point throughout different times of the day. They're meditating. They're in a quiet place. Their eyes are closed. They're regulating their breathing. They're doing different things to sort of get themselves to a point where everything slows down and they can sort of be um, engaged with themselves in a way that brings them comfort and, and a sense of serenity. Uh, some people engage in yoga. Some people engage in in, in walks in their neighborhood. Um, whatever it, whatever it is you do to, uh, you know, um Bring the stress levels down, and get yourself into a space where you can sort of be uh, one uh, um, uh, connected to your senses in a different way. I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I've found that to be helpful. I have a lot of friends that have found that to be helpful. Um, I also know it's difficult. You know, given that uh, you know, sadly we remain you know mired in this pandemic. It's hard to be in community. Right. I, I can think of times in my life when I've been struggling because I something on the news or I, I got some horrible news. And it's good to be around people who know you, that you can be close to, that you can embrace, that you can cry in front of, that you can just really be yourself and take off the mask. Um, and that's difficult during a pandemic. Right. You can't be in close proximity with everyone. Uh, but perhaps via phone or maybe even Zoom, uh, connecting with people. Right. Getting getting with someone that you can say, hey. You know, do you have a few minutes? Can I can I can we just can we just sit on Zoom together and just be in community, in virtual community? That can be helpful. So if, if you and if you're challenged by all of this and, and you really uh you know don't feel like being isolated, then I then I would suggest respectfully that you own that and 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 turn to some friends and, and you know anyone you know that's gonna be open to connecting with you virtually or via FaceTime. Um to just have that kind of connection that you might need so those those are the things that i would say in terms of healing you know in 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 the uh, immediate moment um you know to address uh, your feelings not not to ignore them but to engage with them uh in healthy ways um jamal what, I, I, I know we've been talking about this uh, anything you want to add to that
0: so I think, um, I'll, I'll add one thing, Nate, to, to, okay. to, to your great list, yeah. and that would be just to be mindful about what we digest. I think, you know, when we think about digestion, we think about uh, what we might eat and and, and water and our vitamins. And, and I do think that's important. I think it's very easy to get in states of overwhelmingness and you start to forget about the human functions, the basic human functions that we have around eating good food and, and drinking our water. And, and as you talked about, some exercise or some some body movement that allows the, the release of the tension in our in our in our bodies, but I also mean that around what we digest mentally, um, and um, mm-hmm. you know, in a world that is very centered around social media and twenty four hour news cycle, it is really easy to get bogged down and and to just overly, you know, ingest. I'll actually go back, you know, like personally, and I I remember finding myself watching three and four and five state hours. Of, of coverage um, after the um, June 6th insurrection. Um, mm-hmm. And just like, and looking up and like, whoa, I've been sitting in the same spot for five hours, hearing the same talking heads say the same things over and over and over again. And and I found that to be very unhealthy. It, it created, um, it really it created inertia beyond mm-hmm. like just physically sitting there. Um, right. It really um, um, elevated my senses of, of hopelessness and that 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 you know that this could not be solved. Um, I I can't you know honestly I think I, I kind of found myself in that again this past Sunday um, after the news here um, which you know contributed to to my own physical things but but um, you know I think a huge part about what we do is what we digest and um, and 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 particularly what we intake into our mental space um, can be um, harmful. That's straight yeah. up it can be harmful and um, right. Um, yeah, I think we got to take bite sizes at it and That's process right. it. And, right. and the other part is, you know, there's so much disinformation out there um, that it makes it very hard. You can hear almost, you know, <laughs> both sidesisms or all this kind of stuff that could just um, be overwhelming. And so it's okay to unplug. Yeah. And i to and go back to what you said, to, like, go to your sources, to the people that you know really care about you as, as, yeah. as spaces of truth and, and love yeah. and things of that sort. And so um, – yeah. That would be computer. my one addition, right? What, what what we digest in these moments is, is pretty huge. So,
1: yeah, can, can I can I, can yeah, I go go add one more thing go to ahead. Jamal I, mm-hmm. and, and just and I appreciate what you shared. You're so right. You're so right because you know that is life for many of us, right? We we rely on our our phones, or our computers, and I mean, we, you, you it's almost hard you can't live without them in many ways. And so you're right. Monitoring the extent of information that we take in uh, is super critical. Uh, along those lines, um, I often find myself. I, you know, I don't know if our listeners, I, you know, are, are in the same space, but I have to coach myself uh, to not try and figure out what might have been going through the mind of somebody who would mm. perpet- perpetrate th- this type of crime. Like in my mm-hmm. mind, I'm going, "What? What? Why would you? You know, if you have challenges in this area." what does I have to do with these innocent people over here? Like, right. what, why, what are you doing? You know, and, and I, and I get worked up and get upset. We're both passionate about this. Yeah, um, you know, I, I just, uh, I have to coach myself to not try and figure out someone else's uh, challenge that they're facing, right? It's, it's to stay, that's what I mean by staying centered, not getting caught up in what that person was thinking. I don't know what that person's, um, you know, what, what they're doing or what, why they're thinking that way. So just trying to stay away from that, not trying to figure it out, but just to sort of deal with your own feelings, your own emotions and, and, and remain centered. Uh, so I appreciate you when you said that. It, it, it made me think about my habit of doing that and, and trying to coach myself out of it. So I just want to add that to our list.
0: Awesome. Well, appreciate you, brother. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dig further into how do we move forward?
1: ISN works for change through transformational programs, resources, and collective action to defend and promote the inherent dignity of all God's creation, both people and planet. We are halfway to our spring fundraising goal, and you can help us to be an effective and inspiring movement for justice in the church with a donation of $25 or more. You can do so now at ixolnet slash donate. That's I-G-S-O-L dot net slash donate. Thank you. This work of taking an inspiring action is impossible without your support. So we're back with uh, Just Conversations with Jamal and Nate. And today we're dialoguing about the racially motivated tragedies of the past weekend. Um, Jamal, you know, I know we get uh, you've gotten this question. I get this question and we get this all the time. But uh, I'm just gonna be very direct. What what types of steps do you think we can take uh, to move forward?
0: I would uh I would say, um, keep it, you know. Some stuff we said, like I think I think again some self-reflection, right? The self-care piece, but also the self-reflection, like what um what's in my sphere of influence? What am I capable of? Um uh, of doing. Um, because again, it uh, that, that feels like such a large problem, the systemic ideology around, you know, white supremacy and replacement theory that would move someone to create um, such harm um, and violence in our communities can feel like there's nothing that can be done. But, but again, I think, you know, a journey starts with uh, a few small steps. And so uh, some self-reflection about where I have some opportunity to be uh, a sphere of influence, where I might just be able to be Um, a space for someone to heal, um, to engage, um, and continue to do that mirror work to to, to know who I am and and what I'm capable of doing. I think um, from a community standpoint, I really think, um, and I've been thinking about this a lot from my my own practices, is really thinking about how I can be um, an advocate for belonging, right? Um, When it's all said and done, right, a lot of these things and these folks come from places of isolation, um, and we are in institutions and communities with a lot of people. So how am I promoting um, who is in um, kinship with me, right? Who, who is seen, heard, and loved um, by me and by our institution? Um, how can I make sure that no one's standing outside of the circle? right, that, that that we begin to remember that, you know, um, as Father Boyle, one of my favorite theologians and homeboy industry CEO, always talks about, like, how can we erase the the, the circle so that it doesn't exist anymore? That that means no one's standing outside of that, that we, that we understand that our lives are mutually tied together, um, and to work towards that work, and, and then... Um, Before I pass it to you, I would just say, you know, again, I think one of the great um, ideologies that came from Dr. King is the idea that if you want peace, you got to do justice work. And so um, if there's a place to start is, you know, um, is really looking at equity. What What do people need, you know, and how can I get it to them? And how can I make sure that whatever I can influence that I can uh, um, I can see the humanity in people, so that they can live full lives, that they don't get disenfranchised, disillusioned, that they're not um, subject to some of the, these ideologies that can spiral into really really dark places. And so, um, there's work to be done. There's organizing to be done. And I just would say to stay really diligent and understand that like bringing people and together, making sure that your spaces that you inhabit really practice good welcoming practices and 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 center themselves on belonging and making sure that everyone feels like they belong in that space, um, and continue to work for justice. I'll pass it to you. All right. Well, that's, that's, uh, an outstanding, um, list.
1: <clears throat> um, I would, uh, I would add to that list, Jamal. I think it's really important, as I mentioned earlier, for people to get the assistance that they need, um, you know, whatever, whatever that is that people need, if it's um, if it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, prayer, if it's being in community with others, you know, we don't need to 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 fake it. Right. We can all be our um, we can all be ourselves. Right. We're all hurting. Um, and so I think that's critical. I think uh, one of the things that I, I try to do to the best of my abilities is just manage myself. Right. Taking a temperature temperature check. Getting a sense of of how I feel throughout the day, paying attention to what my body is saying, what my mind is saying, uh, keeping the negative thoughts out, um, uh, trying to take in as much positivity as I can, uh, reminding myself that I've been through some battles before uh, and I've come out on top uh, gives me me the ability to remain hopeful. Uh, You know, I think um, I also uh, read a lot. And so uh, if anyone, uh, those people who have done this already know it, but uh, uh, there's a book by John Lewis, uh, one of the greatest uh, uh, anti-racists, um, you know, of, of uh, the last hundred years. Um, and his book is called uh, Across That Bridge. And in that book, there's an amazing chapter uh, on faith. And I think it's the best uh, written account of what, uh, a faith that does justice looks like. And so when I'm looking for motivation, I'll read that chapter uh and just, you know, sit with it, meditate, think about it, uh try to figure out ways that I can uh, you know, they they will there will only be one John Lewis, uh but we can all work to to remain uh uh in some good trouble. Those of you who <laughs> you know John Lewis know what I mean by that. Yes, sir. Um uh and then um I try, to, I try to stay diligent in my efforts, right? So, uh, you know, this work is about me looking in the mirror and and remaining focused on, you know, my own challenges and, and how do I become the best version of myself for society. Uh, but, you know, Jamal, you know this, and and, and I know this uh, from uh, working in, in higher ed. Um, you know, this work is also about my colleagues, also about my students, also about my mentees who are looking uh, toward, you know, looking at me to be an example, They're looking for me to lead. And um, just the other day I was talking to some students and they were asking me, you know, how, how you know, have you been dealing with everything? You know, how do you, um, you know, how do you put on a brave face and do X, Y, and Z when this is happening in the background? Um, and that motivates me to, you know, I have to remember then like, you know, that's right. I can't, I mean, I can deal with my own challenges and, and my own pain. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, i'm trying to teach part of what i believe i'm called to do is to teach our young people how they can deal with their pain um and so that motivates me to to stay in the game and and ultimately uh this is why we do this work this is why jamal and i are on this podcast this is why we're we're fortunate and thankful to partner with um you know the isn and their amazing staff to have this platform um so so that being said i, I just i know jamal and i you know both want to extend our Uh, Our our prayers and our condolences to the families uh, of all those who lost their lives and all those who have been impacted uh, by these horrible events. And we hope that what we've been able to share today in this episode has been helpful to uh, to all those who feel the same way uh, that we do.
0: Amen, man. Amen. Um, so, again, for our listeners, thank you for joining us um, for Just Conversations. Just a quick reminder, again, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your ideas or even just how you're feeling in processing some of these events of the last few weeks. So please make sure, if you have a moment, send us a note. At Just Conversations at IgnatianSolidarity.net. Again, that's Just Conversations at at Additionally, if you'd like to continue to support the work of this podcast and the Ignatian Solidarity Network, head over to IgnatianSolidarity.net slash donate and make a donation today. Make sure you find us on iTunes and Spotify. Share this conversation with others in your lives. So it's easy. To click that arrow button and share it with other folks that are engaged in this work, DEI work and anti racism yeah, work. Please. We look forward to continue to connect with you all on this journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, now that school is winding out for both of us, if we get back on our regular schedule and get our podcasts in a regular place. Um, but know that um, um, we are on this, we are partners in this journey, and this space is yeah. made and created for love and growth. Um, and really, we are trying to personify ourselves how to be uh, persons for and with others. God bless and take care of yourself.